Hello, everybody. My name is Kyler, and this is The Kyler Show. Um, Before I start, you can find this podcast show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, and more. All of these available platforms are listed below for you. It's been literally a month. Well, I mean, when people say literally, is it... I don't... I never know when to say literally anymore because I feel like I went through a phase of saying it all the time, and now... I'm like, when do I say it? When do I not say it? I need to I need to go back to like grade one English and find out. Maybe not grade one, but you know what I mean? Um, anyways, it's been a month since the last episode, but a lot has happened in between now and then. And it's been a good break, but now I am back and ready to make shows and episodes all the time for you, just to chill out. Um, I've missed this. However, if you do follow me on social media at all, you know that I've not been dead. I have very much so been alive and well and great. Um, today on the show, we are going to talk about We As and Me. Kardashian is becoming a lawyer She also talked about the college admission scandal, which I've done an episode on this about. Check it up on the show page, link down below. Um, Ariana Grande has PTSD and showed us her brain, and it is horrifying. Um, Montreal is going plastic-free. Montreal is a city in Canada, and that is amazing. Thank you to Montreal Mayor Valerie Plant. Um, We're going to talk more about that. And Ontario says, we're not going to plant trees. And um, that's also horrifying. Um, So we're going to talk about those things. And right now we're going to delve right into Kim Kardashian becoming a lawyer, which is very important. You should listen to this. This is great. Kim Kardashian is becoming a lawyer in California. Um, So in a Vogue spread that she did rather recently, she revealed that she has been basically kind of like interning at this lawyer's office or whatever. And in California, um, according to BuzzFeed, thank you, BuzzFeed, um, California is one of four states, California, Virginia, Vermont, and Washington, where you don't need a law degree in order uh, to take the bar exam, which is um, the exam you need to take to become a lawyer. Um, Instead, you can enter into an apprenticeship. Oh, right. She's not an intern. She's an apprentice. Right. In California, this is called the Law Office Study Program. Requirements to become a lawyer in California without a degree include sitting in a practicing attorney's office for 18 hours per week for a period of four continuous years. After the first year, you take um, what Kim calls it the mini bar. Um, Whether it's actually called that, I'm not quite sure. But it's basically the mini bar. And if you pass it, you get to continue your studies. If you don't, you don't. Um, And Kim Kardashian West passed this exam. And I think that's so inspiring. You know what I I mean? Also, can we point out, um, I'm going to do my thoughts at the end. But 18 hours per week is a lot for... um, Kim to take out of her own week, considering she has like 3 million businesses 
and a reality TV show to film and a family to take care of. Like, it's a lot, you know? Even that alone is just wild. Um, Continuing, Kim says, I just felt like I wanted to be able to fight for people who have paid their dues to society. I just feel like the system could be so different and I wanted to fight to fix it. And if I knew more, I could do more. One Twitter user writes, Kim Kardashian wants to become a lawyer to reform our criminal justice system. How many of the people making fun of her have helped free people from unjust prison sentences? She's a millionaire. Instead of sitting back, she's trying to help people give her some credit. Another saying, everyone hating on Kim K wanting to be a lawyer, but she's the daughter of a famous criminal defense lawyer. She wants to revamp the criminal justice system, and she has the passion to do so. So why the fuck not? And I think, yeah, why not? You know, like, she does have millions and millions and millions. And just like a lot of other people, um, she has the power to do something, and she has the fame to do something. You know, um, she was a part of that team that got that lady out of prison for that drug offense. Um, I think it was last year. And honestly... They clearly needed Kim K to be on the president's level, the president of the U.S.'s level. Um, and she was perfect for that. And she she did it and she got it. And maybe it was due to her fame. And maybe there were more qualified people. There were definitely more qualified people. But, um, you know, nobody else could clearly do it. And maybe there were other people, but like Kim was the best option and she was there and she wanted to help. And um, now she wants to be more qualified to do it. She wants to understand what's happening in the room. And she has said that. And it's just, it's so inspiring on so many levels. Like not only is she a mom uh, of three kids now, uh, she is a person with power. She is a female of color. Uh, She is an older person as well. She's not old, but she's an older person, Um, older than probably the average age of people going into um, a program to become a lawyer. Um, That's amazing. And I have really nothing bad to say about it. She did a whole Vogue spread. Um, She was on the cover, and that was something that she said she had wanted to do from the very beginning. She said, I've always wanted to become a Vogue cover model. And she finally got to do that with Anna Wintour's help. And I think that's also quite inspiring because Vogue is infamous for basically only putting models on the cover. Models that are of, you know, dated standards. Um, And a great magazine, but... It's it's good to see that somebody who looks like Kim Kardashian can be on a cover. And even if Vogue only did that for business, because it's literally Kim Kardashian, and she would sell the F out of that magazine um, if she was on the cover. And she is on the cover, so she probably did. Um, even if it was for business, it still puts somebody like Kim, who looks like Kim, on a cover, and it's still good. You know, it's still great. Um, Something else I wanted to mention was 
Kim Kardashian uh, West talked about the college admission scandal. And I did an episode on this. I feel like it was the last episode I did before uh, the show's break, but I'm not quite sure. The link is down below. It is. It is the last one. Uh, literally a month from today. Um, well, I don't know when this is going to be released, but just about. Anyways, um, on a show, which show she was on, was asked her thoughts on the whole mess in an interview last night with Van Jones. It was not last night, but it was a few nights ago, maybe possibly one week. I don't know. Basically, she was on Van Jones's show, um, and she talked about a lot of things. And one of the things she did open up about is the college admission scandal. And of course, a lot of people did not like her comments. Personally, I think there's only one answer to what do you feel about the college admission scandal? And Kim Kardashian did display it. Um, a direct quote here. I have my backpack. They have their backpack. And they as in her kids. Um, they're studying, I'm studying, and I'm seeing that I have this filming career and that I'm having makeup samples tested all over my arm while I'm trying to read my flashcards. I hope they get inspired to know that they can put in the hard work. And that, end quote, that's, <laughs> that's something that she, she and her whole family, honestly, puts forward is that, um, yes, they realize that they have privilege, but they also realize and know that they have put in a lot of work to get to where they are. You know, just look at other famous families. Are they doing the same thing? And if they are, is it on the same scale? You know what I mean? There's just no, there's no comparison. There's no um, whatever. And maybe they are an anomaly. Maybe they just had sheer luck. And I believe that luck does have something to contribute to this. But like they have definitely worked quite hard for what they have and um do other people work harder yes they do but do a lot of people work not as hard and get further for sure um something else she says and even though I'm in my late 30s and just finishing college or attempting to do that now it's never too late and there really is no way out um which is uh, a combined statement on college admission scandal and becoming a lawyer. And um, if you haven't seen the interview yet, you should definitely look at it because it's, it is interesting. And she does say a lot more about it. And um, yeah, she really does push forward hard work and, you know, yeah, hard work. <laughs> you know, somebody else that works incredibly hard, but does not get the recognition for it um, who gets a little more recognition than the Kardashians, but still not enough, uh, in my opinion, um, considering the facts, the records she's breaking, and um, all of that, um, is Ariana Grande. She has had, like, the worst last year and a half, two years, maybe just a year, I don't know the time frame. Um, and uh, I've talked about this before, but definitely look at what's happened to her because I think that it, if you're not a fan, it'll at least make sure that you're not a hater, you know, um, because it's wild. Um, but recently in an interview with British Vogue in June last year, 
She said she has PTSD and she says it's a real thing. Continuing, she says, it's hard to talk about because so many people have suffered such severe, tremendous loss. I know those families and my fans and everyone there experienced there, as in Manchester, um, experienced a tremendous amount of PTSD as well. I feel like I shouldn't even be talking about my own experience, like I shouldn't even say anything. I don't think I'll ever know how to talk about it and not cry. Uh, she recently tweeted saying she feels healthier, more authentic, and happy since she started releasing music in quick succession and admitted following a very traditional release schedule had previously taken a toll on her mental health. I was so tired from promo trips and was always losing my voice and never knew what city I was in when I woke up. She wrote on Instagram, at the time, I just feel so much more connected now. It's a very dope feeling and has breathed so much air back into my little lungs. Um, now she released pictures of her own brain. Oh, I believe it's her own brain. Um, not like actual pictures. It's like a brain scan, um, and a normal brain. And one side, it says normal brain. The other side says PTSD. Um, and one side, there's like two blobs, I guess, in the brain, and that's the normal um, side. Um, and on the other side, there's like a, a hundred, not a hundred, but like huge spots of whatever it is on the PTSD side. And that's supposedly her side. And it just shows that like, it's not just mental, obviously, for those that don't understand. It's not just, you know, fix your thinking. It's also just like, it's like plastered on your brain. Um, and I just find it like so crazy. And I, I wish her the best, honestly, because she's been through so much. And she, just like everybody else from Manchester, um, even if nothing happened to you and whatever, even if you were just in the building, it's still traumatizing, you know, um, if you've ever been in a car accident. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about that because Ariana Grande deserves more credit than what's given to her and she's going through a lot and um yeah but to lift the mood a little bit we're gonna talk about earth day which was april 22nd um which was last week but or earlier in the week i guess but um it's still a thing every day is earth day you know what i mean um i posted on my story a bunch of like pretty pictures and a bunch of ways to, you can help fix the earth. And um, I was looking at another person's story and it said something about how we shouldn't just talk about how we love the earth and um, on Earth Day. And I definitely was not doing that. Um, I don't think they were like subtweeting me anyways. But I agree and don't agree. I think that like we should look at like how beautiful the earth honestly is because you know, shock value isn't going to work for everybody. Sometimes just realizing that, like, the earth is still thriving in a way, like, not as well as it is, or, or I mean, it should be, rather, but there is some beautiful things about it. You know, that works for some people, um, as well as shock value. I did put, like, a literal turtle being, I, I don't know if I did the turtle being choked by a plastic bag, although it's not funny at all. Um, uh, 
but I did do a turtle with a plastic bag and, um, that's not a one-off thing. It happens all the time. Um, and a lot of the time turtles think it's just like a, you know, another sea creature or animal. They eat, um, jellyfish, I believe. Um, I think I saw a video about that. And, um, so sometimes they think the plastic bag is a jellyfish. They eat it. Of course, they're not going to be able to digest it and then they die. Um, so re use your recyclable bags. I did a poll. I was very happy to see that there were tons of people that, um, use recyclable bags. And just to note, I saw a post, um, that said it has to be the more plasticky, um, more durable recyclable bag that can't be the, um, and this is hard to explain if you don't know what I mean. Um, it has to be like the bags you get from the sports stores. You know what I'm saying? When you check out, they give you this recyclable bag in some stores. Um, or not recyclable. You don't recycle it. Reusable. That's the word I should be using. Reusable. Reusable bag. And it's like this plasticky thing. Um, but uh, for, say, like conferences, I know they give you these like more fabricy, more almost um, cottony bags, those are terrible for the environment. Yes, you can reuse them, but to make them, it's um, so much worse, supposedly, than plastic. So definitely don't support that. Um, if you're given it, you know, reuse it. But if you you buy it, don't buy it. You know what I'm saying? You, I, supposedly, it's like 11 years to get your uh, CO2 footprint, you know, net netted or something. I don't know. Big fancy words. Um, something I did want to mention was Montreal is going plastic free. Montreal is a city in Quebec and Quebec is a province in Canada and Canada is where I live. So this is super exciting to see that somewhere here close to me uh, is stepping up and saying, hey, this is a real thing. This is scientifically proven. It's um, not just one study. It's literally thousands um, and it's widely known, um, and we're going to do something about it because we literally don't have that much time. Uh, the damages are non-reversible, um, within our lifetime. I think it, they said 12 or 11 years, which is just over, of course, a decade. Um, so just think a decade from now, what are you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Where do you want to be a decade from now? And where do you want to be by the end of your life? Because it might be in a wasteland. Who knows? Um, or underwater. Is that a real? I think that's a thing. Flooding? Yes. I feel like um, it's also really cool because, I, again, it's just closer to you. Um, closer to you as in closer to me. I don't know where you live. Um, because I feel like in Europe or Scandinavia or other places that are banning things to help um, get rid of climate change and uh, global warming. Um, and it's, it's always like never, I guess, hits close to home. But thanks to Valerie Plant, the mayor of Montreal, it is hitting closer to home, not quite home. Now, this mayor, I am a fan of because there's, you know, 
Montreal isn't always the best place. Um, considering a new policy stating um, in Bill 21, uh, bans people from wearing religious symbols such as hijabs, kippahs, or I'm sorry if I'm saying this wrong, turbans from working in several public jobs, including as teachers in the public school system, police officers, judges, and numerous court positions, among many others. Um, so this mayor, Valerie Plant, is against this. And because uh, she is against this, she's getting a lot of feedback, violent feedback, bodily harm um, type feedback um, against her for her outspoken opposition to this new religious symbols bill. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's just another reason why I'm a fan of her, because that's absolutely bonkers. That's that's not how people work, live. That's, it's just, anyways. Um, so about this single-use ban thing, Mayor Plant wants to ban single-use plastic items like straws, styrofoam cups, disposable cutlery and grocery store food packaging for meat, fish, and vegetables. Um, plastic bottles will not be included. Plastic water bottles, that is. Um, at least not initially, um, Plant said. Maybe it's it, it'll take a while before the bigger companies jump in, but we'll be pushing the agenda. Uh, the city is to hold a public consultation in the winter of 2020 with a bylaw to follow in the spring, which is really soon. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm hearing about like all these companies and countries saying uh, they'll change, but it's going to take a decade. But honestly, I don't know why it's taking a decade. You know what I'm saying? Um, it'll take a decade for us to not be able to reverse what we've done. We is very important here. We've all done it. We've all been like, I'm going to put this bottle in the garbage because I don't know where the recycling is and I'm not about to go find it. Although that's bad. And now I, I really do try. But, um, and we all do. Anyways, so yeah, this is really soon. And I, I really hope that it gets passed because this is crazy. Um, there is uh, a, an opposing view by somebody from Greenpeace um, saying the city isn't moving fast enough, which I think it is, but we'll, we're going to see. Uh, quote, it's encouraging to see that Montreal is serious about either banning or severely reducing single-use plastics. Philippa uh, Duchastel de Montrouge, Montrouge said, that's all. Hell of a long name. Imagine having that. Like, I would, I would change. Um, but we also continuously see whales that are... That's also, like, such a cool name. You know what I mean? Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe that's why she hasn't. Anyways, but we also continuously see whales that are washing ashore with their guts full of throwaway plastic items. So I think that's a real indicator that we can't wait until 2020 to pass these kinds of regulations. And we need to immediately ban the most problematic of these plastics like food wrappers, plastic bottles, plastic cups, plastic lids, plastic shopping bags, and straws. Now, some of those things are on the list in this bylaw. Um, and it would be great for it to happen right now. But of course, things that affect thousands and hundreds of thousands of people cannot be fixed in a day because, you know, we just can't. Um, and I think relative to what other companies and countries, like I said before, are doing, I think this is great, you know. Um, and what we can do, again, 
reusable bags, not the cotton kind, the more durable kind. Uh, metal straws, I put uh, metal straws on my Instagram stories and I showed y'all how many I have and I have quite a few. But the thing with metal straws is that I've talked to a few of my friends about this is that they kind of forget that they have them. They put them in their drawer and they're like, oh, you know, if I remember, I'll, I'll have it. But the thing is at home, personally, I don't really use straws at home unless it's like, I don't know, for coffee or, you know what I mean? Um, but it's out in public when you're ordering food, when you're, well, it's usually just when you're ordering food. Um, nowadays, a lot of places I go to actually, uh, like Starbucks, they don't give you the brown, like heat wrappers anymore for around your coffee cup, which I think is great. They don't double cup anymore. Um, and they did switch their cups to something else, um, which I think is also great. Um, and they as well don't give you a straw. Um, and their new cups actually allow you to drink from your cup without a straw, without the need of a straw. Um, so these days they don't give you the straw. You have to ask for it or you have to go find it. And, um, that's great. But, um, one step further is taking your metal straw and putting it in your school bag, your purse, your other bag, your backpack, um, your pocket. I don't know. Some of them are really small and can fold up and just taking that along with you because, um, you know, that's when you're going to need it when you're out, you know, and, um, all you have to do is clean it. A lot of these kits online come with the little like cleaner thing for the inside, um, because that will become gross after a while, especially if you drink smoothies with them. Um, and they're just really great. And that's really, really simple. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's good. So that's something that you can do as well as just turn off your lights. You know, if the sun's out, if it's, there's no clouds, do you, do you need your lights? Why is your house that dark? You know, anyways, continuing. So Montreal is doing a lot for the planet. Um, but Ontario, uh, Ontario's not doing that much. Uh, let's talk about that because that's disturbing. So, um, Rob Keane, CEO of Forest Ontario, and this is thank you to Vancouver Sun, um, CEO of Forest Ontario said since 2008, more than 27 million trees have been planted across Ontario through uh, their program, which saved landowners up to 90% of the cost of large-scale tree planting. About 40% forest cover is needed to ensure forest sustainability, Keen said, and the average right now in southern Ontario is 26%, which is 40, uh, 40, 14% uh, less than needed. Uh, with some areas as low as 5%. And let me tell you, I've been to Southern Ontario and I can tell you that there are like no trees in a lot of Southern Ontario. And that is kind of due to like farms. And anyways, um, the program's annual budget was about 4.7 million, Keen said, and Forest Ontario was told it was being canceled as a way to cut provincial costs. And um, let me tell you again, um, that 4.7 million is 
not that much compared to, it's a lot of money, right? Um, But I feel like I've read articles about other things costing the government this and that, and it's always like so much more money. And I'm always like flabbergasted by how much money it does cost, but it's like 4.7 million for some trees. That's not bad, you know? And it's not even some trees, it's like millions of trees, you know? Anyways, uh, Premier Doug Ford wants to reduce the deficit, and this was something they thought was expendable, um, Keane said, and uh, it's not expendable. And if, if, if you're from Canada or better yet from Ontario or surrounding area, you know that Premier Doug Ford has a lot of um, controversial, um, has made a lot of controversial changes to how the government works in Ontario, a lot of them do not benefit the vast majority of people. Um, and that's what I'll say about that. Um, the government also recently cut funding for Conservation Authority's flood management program in half. Of course, flood management is very important because flooding. Um, quote, it may be a way for the government to save some money, um, but it's very short-sighted and it's going to cost a lot more in the future, said Ed Pachel. Um, you know, I don't have a lot to say about this besides, like, this is unfortunate and so sad. I know there's a few people that I know personally that are going to plant trees. I don't know if this affects them. I don't know if it's through this program, um, or through the government or whatever that they're going with, but, um, tree planting has become a real thing, um, at least in the group of people I kind of know. Um, and this is definitely going to affect them in some way. And it's going to affect everybody else regardless. And even them, you know what I'm saying? It's going to affect everybody. Um, it's not just about, um, necessarily global warming, but it's also about keeping land where it's supposed to be. It's about, um, crops. It's about, you know, this and that. Um, it's not just about climate change. So if you're against climate change or don't believe in it it affects other things too um definitely look into that okay so the last thing i want to talk about something that happened today is um i'm not going to usually talk about new music but um beyonce's lemonade is now on all streaming platforms say what you want about beyonce i have my own feelings about beyonce obviously maybe not obviously um but she works hard and her music is great. Um, that and Taylor Swift released a new song, Great For Her. Um, it's kind of catchy. Um, I like her music. And I have watched her... Um, what is that? The thing on Netflix that she did where she like recorded one of her concerts? That. I've watched that a few times. She puts on a good concert, you know? I will say that. Um, anyways, that's all I really want to talk about this episode i'm gonna see you next time remember that this show this show being the kyler show my show i'm kyler um is on breaker stitcher spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, um anchor and more um i will see you very soon and keep feeling a vibe